Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Little uh, Wednesday. Wednesday live edition of the Taz Show right here. Streaming and screaming, body slams and beyond. I'll be here for the next two hours giving you some SmackDown thoughts, opinions, views. Talk some, uh, do a little spitballing with sports later on. Interact with some of you folks on the telly, as they say in the UK, on the phone, which I'll give you that phone number in a minute. Facebook Live a little later on. Some Twitter interaction. Always interactive, always chatting up. Thank you if you're listening live right now on the brand new Fancy Dan Radio.com app, which is working tremendous, as they say. Yes, so uh, that is fixed. There was some email ex- exchange. They love me now, and they're following me. <laughs> One of you guys had something to do. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, so, yeah, Radio.com app. Maybe you're listening live on there. Thank you. Maybe you're listening live right now at TashShow.com. I don't know why I'm not looking at Manhattan right now. I'm looking at my face. Anyway, also, uh, you may be listening to the podcast version of the, the show, the daily podcast. You're doing that at Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes. So thank you, thank you, and thank you on that. And uh, we're off. So there's a plethora of other spots. Maybe you're watching some of the on-demand content on my Facebook page at Taz Show at Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. You can be doing that, and we'll be live on Facebook later. It's just a lot of spots. Um, a lot of spots. I uh, want to talk a little bit about SmackDown for sure. And uh, before I do anything, I want to give you the phone number to this spot right here. Uh, this is an 866-475-2948. You can call the show very simply, very simply, 866-475-2948. So you can do that for sure. Um, so let me get some house cleaning out of the way. And then I want to get right into a, I guess, a quasi-controversial uh, topic and um Week two of these promos that we're seeing by Jinder Mahal, this one was a little bit, you know, heavier, kind of, in my opinion. I'll get into that here in a second. Uh, first, some house cleaning in a three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz show. All right, guys. First and foremost, uh, we got uh, this week, got Tailgate Foods off the hook. That's right. Tailgate, tailgate Foods off the hook. Uh, so if you want to call in, give your uh, free match mini super card, you can do that with your tailgate grub, your food. Uh, myself and the team in Manhattan has given uh, ours, and I thought they were grandiose. So that worked well, and you guys can call them. We've had some of you jobbers call in and give yours, so you can continue to do that. Also, uh, t-shirts, t-shirts galore. You want Taz Show swag? Hello, bitches, I got it for you. You're damn right. I don't have it, but Pro Wrestling Tees has it. So make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com and grab yourself uh, any Taz Show shirt you want. We, I think the latest one we have is E5L. Uh, we have a, a plethora just of shirts there sitting there. There's a graphic right there of the E5L shirt, Explicit 5 Live. Inside Term Jones for the Taz Show. You guys understand what that is. 
There's tons of shirts. There's hats. There's everything. So you can go to TazShow.com and there's a bar. Yeah, right there, there's a spitballing shirt. That was a Red Hot Seller late Summer Jones. People are still running around wearing that. Dennis wears it on a regular basis. Dennis, that's one of your faves, isn't it? I like the, uh, what color? Is that cobalt blue? That's a cobalt. Yes. Uh, your friend Scallo, Scala, Scally, uh, he thinks he's a blue expert. Uh, blue Boy Jones, he's not. That's a cobalt blue, yes. He was uh he was upset because he put it in all caps, so he thought it was a he thought it huh. was a joke and <laughs> So I owe him an apology. I made a mistake. Error no, no, on no. my part, Mr. Scallo, Scally, Scala. Yes. Scale Jones. Scally. It's a sound effects store shirt right there. You can't go wrong with that. Army green. Uh Army Green, uh right there. There you go. Uh a kind of a khaki uh eggplant type of green. Everyone loves an eggplant shirt. <laughs> Come on. So you get the sound effects shirt right there. Uh, you know, so you get the Wii Over. There's a Wii Over shirt right there. If you're watching uh, any of the video footage show. Yes, pedaling, pumping T-shirts out to you on a regular basis. Uh, you know, I need money. I got to pay bills. You know, this, this job don't pay a lot. You know, I got to help a brother out here. You know what I mean? Joking. Joking. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to buy a shirt, buy a shirt. If you don't, don't. You can buy a hat. They got those. You can buy a hat. Um, buy a hat. So... Uh, la, 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 Friday. Eh, 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 eh. No show. Uh, there'll be no show Friday. Thanks for coming. We'll see you Monday. Uh, but we'll see you tomorrow also. Tomorrow's Thursday. Uh, so anyway, no show Friday. Uh, that's that on that. Also, what do we got going on here? Oh, uh, I have to plug my YouTube page. So the Taz Tube, okay? Taz Tube Jones. If you go to YouTube, I put up a lot. Uh, I did. I, I'm going to stop putting up these live Taz Tube lives. So uh, you can search right there on YouTube. Just go to Taz Tube Jones. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to my Taz Tube my ta my YouTube page, please. I would appreciate that. Subscribe. I need to get to five million uh, subscribers by uh, next Friday. Um, gonna be tough, Dennis. I'm not there yet. Um, I'm a few thousand in, but we're working on it. Yeah, no, five's, the, uh, five's a reasonable goal. Yeah, five billion. Oh, million. Oh, I thought you said million with an M. Oh, million? Okay, you're right. Maybe go five million. Kind of like Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Kim Kim Kardashian's. Kim Kardashian. Right? Is that it? Kim That's what they call her. Kim Kardashian's. Oh, Honk, yeah. Honk. Honk, honk. Uh, Dan Jones. Anyway, uh... I smell an IG clip right there. <laughs> what do you say, it? Wake up, son. <laughs> Way ahead of you, boss. Uh, the organic, the organicism of this show is unbelievable. I just made up a passism. Organicism. That okay? <laughs> that's a new word. That's not, That's beyond morphology. Organicism is organic isms. Something. So I just felt like saying that. I followed okay. that. Because <sighs> you're smart. So. You might not look smart. You might look pretty dumb, but you're actually a smart guy. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in a bad way. No, that's just, a compliment, so thank you. You know how I am. I put people over. A lot of people calling the show. A lot of the jobbers are jumping on. Some some football jobbers, some wrestling jobbers. We'll get to all you people. Hang in there. Hang in there. Of course, people love to talk wrestling with yours truly, but they know I'm a football expert, too. Let's be honest. Who are we kidding here? Okay? I break down football like nobody else. Boomer Sison, Boomer, you got nothing on me at WFAN. Nothing. I don't care if you're a QB at Maryland and you're a QB over with the Bengals and you had a little stint with the Jets. You giant man with a giant head, 
I can break down football better than Boomer. And I love Boomer. He's my friend. Okay, we good on that? We're good. And begin. Promo. Last night, Jinder Mahal. Eh. Was it racist? Was it not? Oy vey. Um, I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> I have some interesting thoughts on this. Uh, and I'm a fan of Jinder Mahal. I like him. I think he should stay champ as long as they can. I got a feeling that they're going to take it off him. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still thinking because they're doing some things here with Nakamura that yours truly said would happen. Uh, kind of. Uh, so let me get into this topic here. Jinder Mahal. So was his promo racist? Was it not? I, I have to tell you, they're writing for him. I guess they're letting him ad lib a little bit, of course. But they're giving him the premise of the promo. Um, let's let's be honest. If this is if this is a uh, uh, if this is I don't know a, a, a white man saying this, it might be looked at as racist. Now, Dennis, did you see the promo? I did, and I I thought it was questionable. I mean, I I, I really I I thought it was, and I'm not like a prude type guy. I, I'm not into this whole PC thing, but I I you know. I've never deemed myself or look at myself as as a racist, and I'm not. Um, but I I thought it was a little racist. I have to be honest. I I I I don't think it was funny. I don't I don't I don't think it was funny at all. I'm not blaming him. I mean, I don't know how they would approve this thing like this. Um, I I thought it was. I thought they're going look. WWE is trying to go controversial. They're trying to go with John Cena, Roman Reigns attacking each other. They're, they're, they're trying to go real with everybody. They're trying to do Dolph Ziggler last night, which I thought Dolph had a great night I mean, for himself, meaning for a lot of exposure, TV exposure, and to uh, take shots at people, namely like Triple H and D, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels. All that. I'll get into that in a little bit. I liked it. Um, but they're trying to go edgy. They're trying to go inside baseball. They're trying to go real edgy on stuff. And, and, and they're cursing more. They're getting a little more PG-13, quasi-R, you know, I don't know if it's a numbers thing or, or they're trying to build more intrigue or it's football season. And I know that does bother them. Again, things you want to hear on Dancing with the Table, but they want to be shooting topics and they're really not shooting anything except the shit. Um, you know, so I, I respect the fact I'm trying to be a little edgy, but I got to tell you, I, 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 I this promo was kind of a little bit racist. <laughs> you know, it really was. I mean, and. I, I think that, okay, let's just put this in perspective. Hypothetically, of course, we saw that Nakamura was at an angle with Randy Orton. Imagine if Randy Orton was saying the exact same words that Jinder Mahal did. What would happen? How bad would that be? Seriously, Dennis, Anthony, one of you guys, if you saw it, tell me. Uh, if, to your point, if um, Jinder, who's Indian, if if it was a white guy, oh, Jesus, it would be headline yeah. headline news. You, can't, I'm not I even mean, like some of the stuff he was saying. I was like, ooh, that's oh, it was not good. The, the, was not, it, he was, it was feeding very, stereotypes. Oh, just uncomfortable. It's, it's not, yeah, and I and and I don't think anybody that works on my show, namely you and me, we're not type of guys that get uncomfortable on stuff. And it was a little bit like, okay, and then. And then Nakamura's comeback is a 10-second backstage interview, rebut. I mean, so because of the language barrier, he cannot speak English well at all. So they're keeping 
Nakamura backstage instead of having him on a live mic in front of people and they're keeping it less and small with him, which is smart, but that's his rebuttal. Well, his big rebuttal will probably be that he defeats this guy for the championship. Um, but, and I get the heel thing, I get all that, but I got to be honest. I mean, I'm just going to say it. In this day and age, what we have going on in the world, in our country, nevertheless, with racism and stuff that's been happening, we're going to do this? In sports entertainment, we're going to go this far and have someone say this, uh, 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 you know, about someone? And and I, I, I was just very, just, I was taken aback a little bit. It bothered me a little bit. I'm like, why would they do this? Why? Come on. You got great talent. You got great TV penetration. You got a great fan base. Your WWE universe is just millions upon millions. Your numbers got to be great. USA's got to be happy. I don't think these guys are like, you know, dying for money, the WWE. Come on. I respect the creativity and trying to be different all the time and reinvent themselves every week. And, and Vince leads the charge of that, no doubt. But I, And I, I love the fact that Vince tries to be edgy. I do. Um, well, you're an ECW guy, Taz. Why would you, why would you do, you know, why, all this, what are you, a prude? What, no, no, actually, um, no, I'm not a prude. And I, I, but I'm just being honest that I just felt like this was racist. Um, you know, Ant, did you see it or you didn't get a chance? I did. I, I, I don't see it that way because I, it is a show. So like, I try to look at it as if, if I was watching like a regular TV show. So when like, okay. like, not that like the premise of it wasn't prejudice, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to act like, you know, they are in, like, it's a pr- live production, but, like, it's I still try to treat it like a TV show with the storylines and stuff like that. So, like, I, it, it was, but I think that was the point. Okay, no, no, and, and listen, I respect that, and everybody's entitled to their opinion, and I'm not going to sit and tell you you're wrong, and I'm right. Uh, and it is a TV show. It's a live TV show. Um, you know, it, it's it's a live broadcast. So I, I do think you gotta, you know, you, you, I just, it just, it came. I'm just telling you, I came off to me. Um, now, you're you're younger than me, Anthony, and you're from a different generation. So maybe to you, it's not as bad. I mean, you you guys are coming up in a different world than I came up in. So, you know, may, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's why you don't have a problem with it. No, um, I, it wasn't really ask, like. People, it, it wasn't really like uh, when I seen it, I was like, wow. Like even my roommates that don't watch wrestling, they were like, wow. But I was, at the same time, I was like, now, if he would have said this, like, in an off-air, like, at, like, you know, any show interview where he wasn't working for the WWE, then I'd be like, wow. But, like, since he was kind of playing the character, I kind of was like, all right, it's racist, yeah. but I guess it's because he's in character. It's a little different. Well, yeah, like, on Twitter, okay, to, I, I actually forgot about this, and it happened, I, and I noticed it in my brain when I watched it. Uh, WWE Front Row, you know, who tweets about the show a lot while we're live on the air, he said, when uh, wrestling crowds chant, that's too far, uh, that's a sign that the promo crossed the line. And and see, there you go. I forgot about that. The live audience in Oakland. Now, Oakland is far from, uh, Oakland is not exactly like Malibu, okay? <laughs> Oakland is not exactly like Santa Barbara. You know, Oakland is is a tough urban town, and and uh, I don't think you have people that are soft uh, in most parts of Oakland, okay? I've been in Oakland. All right. And it's, uh, you know, it's no joke for folks in Oakland to say that it's that is even makes it more interesting. Again, I'm not trying to galvanize my point. I'm not trying to say I'm right. I mean, you know, racism is real in our world for, 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 for almost ever. 
right? So uh, I, I just think that, look, everything that Jinda said wasn't racist, in my opinion. No, he was making fun of the guy. I understand that. But, you know, when you make fun of people and say certain words and, and, and make fun of the way they say words, that's those are those are racial slurs. They are. <laughs> so so and I don't understand. I'm just saying we could debate it, you and I. But if you heard it and watched it, you know, when he's making fun of the way Nakamura says certain words. Those that's that's a that's a shot at him in a racial form. Yeah, but don't they do that with like Rusev and they they do that with like speech is one thing. I like when he was doing the comparisons between like Mr. Miyagi and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, he's really, you know, towing a line. And like, again, you obviously know more than I am being in that business. Like, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. No, I don't know more than you when it comes to us on this topic. This has nothing to do with wrestling. This has nothing to do with wrestling. This has something to do. And I normally don't get into these type topics, but. They did it. I'm going to talk about it. So that's why I'm getting at this. So this is, no, I don't know more than you as far as this goes. This is, I'm older than you, and this has nothing to do with wrestling. This is someone going on a mic in character, in character, and making these statements in a joking form and making fun of someone. And it came off to me as racial slurs, racial attacks. And I know it was not malicious. I know, I'm know i sure Jinder didn't mean this. He's portraying a character. Again, to reiterate, for the 10th friggin' time, I have no problem with Jinder. I love Jinder. It has nothing to do with that. It's the, allowing the character, the performer, to say these things on a live broadcast um, in primetime TV in midweek was dis- disappointing, in my opinion, by WWE. That's just my perspective. Um, you know, uh, I... But again, so good, continue it. Well, no, like as far as like, like remember when Drew Gullick, or I can't really say his name right, uh, Drew, G-U-L-A-K, that NXT guy. Oh, Gulak? Yeah, when he did the no-fly zone thing, that's kind of around the, that's kind of on the same, like, borderline, I guess because it wasn't on live TV and it was on WWE Network. It was different. I don't even did, know what you talk about. What, what, what Drew Lack do? What are you talking about? When he did the the angle, it was, I think it was only a couple weeks, it was with Mustafa Ali, and he did like the no-fly zone thing. And I, remember. I, I didn't see it. I didn't. I'm just being honest. I didn't see it. Yeah, because it was it was right around the time Randy Orton still had the title and Jinder was. Uh, okay. You know they were in their angle because I remember Randy Orton had held it up. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dennis, did you notice what just happened? I did not. No. Yeah, Anthony said he's using inside terms. Oh. Their angle. Wow. He means obtuse. There it is. Someone needs to look at Markology, uh, Anthony. Sorry, pal. Uh, you're done on the show now for the rest of the day. Punishment. No, I'm kidding. Continue it. Please don't use the side terms. That's annoying. I apologize. Well, when Orton and Jinder were in their obtuse um, around that time, I just remember Orton holding it up. And I was like, I wasn't like, oh, man, I'm outraged. But I was like, wow, I can't believe that they're going to get away with something like that. So, mm-hmm. like, but I wasn't, like, upset. But that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, it is, like, racial, like, racial stereotyping. But it, I, it is, like, creatively. Like, you watch Dan Jago, and there's a lot of racist things that happen in that. But that's, like, a movie. That's, like, I guess question. I'm not explaining let me, let me myself well. Let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me ask you a question. Now, it's tough. For you. How old are you? 25. 25. So, let's pretend that you were a dad, okay? And your kid was, I don't know, whatever, two or three years old. Um, 
you know, would you want your son, or a little bit older, let's say your kid was in like in fourth grade, third grade, would you want your kid making fun of an Asian kid the way that Asian kid talks and comparing him to a character from Japan who was a sensei in martial arts, Mr. Miyagi, making fun of him like that? Would you, would you be upset with your son or daughter if he or she did that as a fourth grader? Yes. Then they shouldn't have done that list. No, yeah, I respect that. Uh, I wasn't trying to say you're yeah. wrong or anything. I was just giving you my bro. Listen, stop. I'm not saying you're saying it wrong. It's just a debate. It's just a friendly debate. Yeah, you'll be fine after the show. We know that, but it's okay. T A Z. Video Brian's not coming back. He's not coming back. So you're in. I mean, you're locked in pretty good. You know, so you got me by the balls over here. <laughs> All right, see you later. Take care. Good. Talk to you next week. Um. So anyway. Everybody has their opinion on this, and I'm again. This is these are opinions. These are the way we're provoked, uh, stimulated as we watch something, we're listening to something, and that's where WWE did a good job. Where they they got they did something that is okay. It, I'm not saying it's top newsworthy stuff, and you know people are going to be talking about this all on TV outside of wrestling, but it's thought provoking. They struck a little nerve with some people. Um, am I mad at WWE for that? No, I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you know that it doesn't bother me like that. I just I was a little taken aback, and I was just a little surprised that they would go that route. I I think it's. I think it's. Uh, uh, frankly, I think it's cheap heat. I I think it's. Um, I think it's lowbrow. I think you're putting. Nakamura in a position where he can't really he's, he, what's he going to do? He's going to get hot at the office? He's not going to get hot at the office. Uh, and he can't go on the mic and get a real they can't even allow the guy to get on the mic and get a real comeback. His comeback was a fucking <laughs> a 10 second thing with Renee Young. Like, ah, oh, no, very funny, very funny, very funny, very funny, but it's not going to be funny when I take the title from him or whatever Nakamura said in that, in that realm. You know, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of what he said. Um, Hey, let's go to uh, Sean, all the way up there in uh, Canada, in Toronto. Sean, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say? Hey, Taz. Um, first of all, I'm glad to hear you talk about what happened last night because I sat there watching that promo, and all I could think of is WWE being slick, thinking they could get away with a kind of a blatant racist promo, but it won't mean as much if they have the Indian guy say it about the Japanese guy. That's how I kind of looked at it, too. Kind of hard to argue. That's kind of yeah. what my point is, too, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And this kind of, and this actually kind of reminds me of, I, I guess I could kind of put you over quickly, because this kind of reminds me, the first time I actually started listening to you, Taz, was actually on your, um, the human podcast uh, days, when you actually uh, talked about the, when Hogan got released. And this kind of yes. reminds me of the, kind of the situation. I always appreciated your comments for, uh, at that time, and this kind of, kind of brought me back to that, uh, that time and i can't believe they won't even let hogan back into the hall of fame but they got this going on on smackdown yeah well uh now again i my memory sometimes is bad and i appreciate you saying that i remember my giving some thoughts and stuff on hogan with all that all that uh, racism and correct me if i'm wrong uh, the the racist stuff we heard from hogan was but that was uh a voyeurism shoot yeah, uh private yeah private conversation voyeurism. he was having with a female and and it was put out to the world, correct? Exactly. Right, if I'm memory correctly. So, you know, 
racism's racism, I know. I just what I'm saying is like for WWE to go and promote and have a guy on a live mic in front of millions of people, <laughs> you know, it's a little bit different than I know it's racism. I don't want people attacking me here because I'm not saying it that no. this way. But if you want to attack me, you can. But what I'm saying is what Hulk did, it was it, I, not that I don't want to say at least, and there's no good racism, but he was in the privacy. He, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's a little a little bit teeny bit different. It's still racism, no, I guess, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, it's one funny. quick point uh, about one of your expertise on uh, blood capsules. What about blood? I hate that word. But what about them? What do you mean blood I cap? Know. I I know. Like back, you were talking about how you you said in your time you have never seen the use of a blood capsule. Nope. But I think I was watching a match from that you commented, and I think I saw the use of a a blood capsule. I wanted to get your uh, your take on that. And if there's a secret that I don't know, maybe you could open the curtain. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. You're saying there's a match that I commentated on, and you think you saw a blood capsule? I'm pretty sure it was a blood capsule. I'm going to run it, but you could uh, you could defend uh, my statement or, or whatnot. Oh, 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 um, who was the match? Where was it? Where was I commentating? Where was it? What, what, tell me right, more it details. was uh, two weeks, I think two weeks before SummerSlam 2002, uh, which was, of course, Brock versus uh, The Rock for the title. And yeah. in addition of SmackDown, they had um, Hogan versus Brock Lesnar, where the winner of the match... If Hogan won the match, he would get the title shot against The Rock at SummerSlam. Okay. All right. And in the end of the match, uh, Brock hits Hogan with the F5. Um, mm-hmm. I, and then Brock puts Hogan in this, as you called it, um, a gut-wrench bear hug, a side bear hug. And he starts, right. squeeze, quote-unquote, squeezing the life out of Hogan. And you right. start And you start saying about how... Um, Hogan is bleeding internally. The blood's coming out of his mouth. And oh, you're saying how okay. Hogan and he's all busted up inside. And I'm wondering when I've seen like kind of those angles when wrestlers are spitting out blood or they're kind of passed out in blood. Okay. Okay. Let okay. me stop. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop. Okay. okay. That, okay. Yeah, that, that, okay. First, a couple things. I didn't, it's not like I've ever seen someone take a blood capsule in a locker room and do anything where I've never in my career seen, if I can remember, that's been a lot of locker room <laughs> backstage stuff for me for, for a lot of years. If I can remember correctly, I've never seen any blood capsule uh, interaction or chatter about it. Right. Now, I have definitely, as a commentator, called certain things where something like that happened, where someone was bleeding from the mouth. Okay, I've never done that myself. Something like that, I would definitely think, yeah, I didn't, never thought of it. It probably is a blood capsule. No one's taking a razor blade and cutting their fucking tongue. You know what I mean? So that's just not going to happen. So, I mean, I think that's just part of the theatrics of it. When I say I've never seen blood capsule, I'm talking about when we see people bleeding from the head or bleeding right. from any part of their face or body. That's what I was talking about. I, 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 the internal bleeding stuff, yeah, okay, That to your point, yeah, that, that makes sense. And thanks for calling, Sean. But, no yeah, that, that I would assume is a blood capsule. I can't sit here and say it is, uh, but I would assume that it is. I mean, because... Who's who? How else are you going to get blood out of your mouth unless someone's shoot internally bleeding? And that's not the idea with our business. It's a work, you know. I mean, so you got to cut me a little slack when I say I've never seen blood capsules. I'm, we're not talking about something like that. I mean, I'm talking about when people are bleeding from the skull or or, or stuff like that or uh, certain parts of their body. And, I, and like I said, I had never been around blood capsules. I just that's just not something that I was around. I got to go to break. Uh, I'll decide to break. 
We'll get into a little more about this chatter about Jinder Mahal's promo, uh, also Shane McMahon's promo. I'd like to talk about that and how the WWE and the announcers handled uh, the whole situation that Vince McMahon was attacked and beat up by Kevin Owens. And so I have some thoughts and opinions on that. We'll get to some phone calls too. Taz Show, second segment coming up. Sit tight. Hey guys, we are back here on the Taz Show this Wednesday edition, live at TazShow.com or live on the Radio.com app. We're talking about SmackDown and Jinder Mahal's promo. We're getting into some combo here about Shane McMahon's promo in a second, but first, I'll let you guys know, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role. In your life and family, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the best part is, kids, it is simple. That is the best part. And uh, whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, it doesn't matter. Because with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent, online, simple process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision for you and your family. Okay, so Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Like I said, it's simply, well, apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. So most importantly, to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage, guys, right there. So um, there you have it. I'll get to the phone calls here in a second. Um <clears throat> I was looking uh, at Twitter, and I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I, I you know, just, I want to keep this really. I don't want to get, because some of the stuff could uh, get me to a point where I get a little like uh, I get old school. So I, I, I don't, you know, I, I want to keep my mind straight here and stick to the topic that we're talking about is SmackDown, giving some NFL stuff a little bit. But somebody, uh, I'm looking for it here, a gentleman on Twitter. Uh, said that um, uh, Hogan was known to keep his blade in his mouth. Uh, Edwin Dutcher uh, at uh, edutch82. Uh, well, thank you, Edwin. Um, here's the thing, Edwin. Some of the things you're saying, um, basically, the whole the, your whole sentence, uh, to be honest, sir, has nothing to do with what I just said earlier about someone taking a blade and cutting their tongue. Um, and for you to say to me about this, look, there are things about blades as you hardcore wrestling fans call them um because you've spent so much time in locker rooms you guys there are some things about about uh, uh you know that process of the business which is kind of an an older archaic thing because it's kind of going away for the most part i would think um that hey everybody has different ways what they do what uh their weapon of choice during that time to get what they call blood okay so uh, if that's true, and you read that somewhere, and Hogan does do that, or did do that, then he wouldn't be the first guy to do that, and I knew many guys that did that. Okay, that, that's number one. Number two, that has nothing to do with what, what my point was, where if, if you or, or anybody, any fan or anybody, anyone, thinks that someone is taking a blade to their tongue, 
I'm sure there's been some sick bastard in the business who's done it, but not at a high level. I had never, ever in my entire life heard or seen that ever. So, um, yeah, sure. People uh, keeping their weapon of choice like that in their mouth. Yeah, that's happened. I know many guys that did that, for sure. Uh, many guys. I'm not saying Edwin's wrong. Uh, it's just like you, you, when you come at me about stuff you're reading online and reading from the, the dirt sheet guys, it's like, please, just, uh, you know. That's why I get old school. I, I live this shit. You know what I mean? Like my whole professional adult life, you know? So uh, please, I, I don't want to hear it. I, I Because it's I, I, that's the old school in me. And, and I guess I, I, I am old school. So, uh, you know, when it comes to that, that stuff is, that's pulling, pulling back the curtain too much. And it, it it irks me a little because it's I feel like it's not respectful. You know, I would never go on Twitter at a NFL quarterback. And if I heard something that happened in the locker room with them, or if I heard some kind of a, a dispute over a play or whatever, something, maybe it's a bad example, like an offensive coordinator or something like that, I would never go on Twitter and say something to this person or on social media. That's just me. I, I have a certain line of respect that I wouldn't do that. And I know Edwin didn't mean nothing by it. He's just spinning off of what I said. Now, Edwin, if you want to call the show, you can call. We can talk about it. Uh, 866-475-2948. The lines are pretty jammed right now, but maybe you can get through. Um, but yeah, I... I I have no problem with this dude, what he said. I'm just saying, like, I don't think anybody's taking a blade and slicing their their cheek, their inner mouth, their fucking tongue. It's not happening. I'm just telling you. It's not. So, um, <sighs> what I meant, what I what I meant was off the caller saying about a, a, a quasi-blood capsule. Yeah, maybe that's done in, in, when someone's in their mouth, internal bleeding gimmick. I got it. I didn't think of that when I said that weeks ago about I've never seen a blood capsule. And I stand by that. I still have never seen a fucking blood capsule in the fucking locker room. Okay? Dennis, I, I have to. I have to. You see what's going on. Needles and pins. Pins and needles. Oh. Damn. I apologize for my potty mouth. We do have a disclaimer in the beginning for these reasons. Oh, the, the potty mouth's fine. The pa the passion's there. We like that. Yeah, I and it, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm with you on this. I uh, I I don't like. I'm a fan of wrestling. I want to enjoy it from a fan's perspective. I don't want to be like. I don't need to know all the nuances of all that. Like, let me be entertained. And you're a big dirt sheet guy. Everybody knows that. Duh. I live for them. Dirt sheet Dennis. I mean, you know. Dirt sheets I, you know, and belly I, mates. I, I don't think my I don't think my quarterback analogy was good. I'm trying to give a better analogy, Dennis. Like from a I'm sports. Try, I'm trying to think of one to do that, and it's tough. Like to make a sports comparison, it's I would almost go acting or like a magician or something like that. Where like you, I'm just laughing at the text that you just sent me. <laughs> did I, I sent it to the wrong guy? But that I was probably did. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> bro. What is that? I, uh, what? All right, now I gotta. <laughs> I'm not gonna read this. Text. No, no, you, you can't. You can't. I'll, I'll. If you want, you don't have to because it's like what the. No, this is actually really funny. I'm more than happy. <laughs> so what? The... I was this telling Aunt the wrong guy, right? This is not yeah, no, no. I, I definitely sent it to the wrong guy, and I will, I will gladly peel this back. So yesterday I was oh. eating lunch. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be funny. Uh, so I was eating lunch. We had we had Mexican for lunch yesterday, and I had the worst gut rot. Like oh. I was in pain from two in the afternoon to like eight at night. Like laying on my buddy's floor, couldn't move. Like writhing in pain. Like 
I thought I was like passing a kidney stone. Like I don't know what the hell was wrong with me. And, well, no, and listen, this this does not come to shock to anyone. So no, 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 I'm that's not surprising in the least. Yeah. So then, when you're yeah. talking about it, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said the wrong. T- that's funny. I mean, we can uh, read it if you want. I, I, hey, dude, it's your text. I, I wouldn't do that. So <laughs> I meant, uh, I meant to text my buddy, who I ate with yesterday, and I said, <laughs> I said I should have bladed my asshole yesterday. <laughs> oh, this is what I'm reading. I'm like, wow, thanks, Dennis. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I was in pain. I was literally I was laying on the floor. I couldn't get up. I was like, oh, I was in bad shape yesterday. Did you take care of? Uh, did you take like you got to take some Citramo? You take the Citramo. What drink? is Citramo? I was taking everything yesterday. Ah, uh, that'll it's like blow out of like a flat. It'll blow right through your whole intestines, come out of your anus, everything. It's bad. I needed that. You drink. You get it at the drugstore. You get it. It's like Citr. Uh, I don't know. It looks like seltzer, like an old school bottle. Well, like a you can need like a, uh, a beer can opener to open it, you know, with a can opener. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, it's like kind of it looks like seltzer, but it's got a little bit of a weird taste. And you take, but make sure you're near a bathroom that and you like. You're, you're going to spend a lot of time in. Yeah, let me finish, sir. You're going to spend a lot of time in that bathroom. So when you drink it, stay near the bathroom. And this is separate from like Pepto. This isn't anything Different. similar to that. Yeah, I used to call it Citromo. I can't remember the name. It might be Citromagnesium. Citromagnesium. Something like that. It's it's like a clear uh, gimmick. I, I'll, I'll buy it for you. I'll bring it to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it for you. No, oh, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it at work. Uh, Zach, in uh, New York, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Haas? What's going on, Taz? How are you? Good, my friend. Talk to me. Uh, I just got some words for Dennis. Uh... I don't know if you oh, – I know you saw me on Twitter yesterday. You responded to me. but um, <laughs> I was just I was, talking about you in the break, Zach. Where are you? Where are you? I thought – I guess you saw my call coming in then. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but we actually – Zach, believe it Zach, 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 believe it or not, we yeah, do have yeah, some yeah. modern technology on the show. We, we can handle – we know a lot of stuff that's going on. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, it's all but good. Honestly, no. how, could, how could you be talking about the Jets like that, saying uh, – and the Jet fans, bro, we're playing yep. pretty good, better than expected. <laughs> Here's that last set. Once, that's that the funny. Set. That's the funny part, Zach. Is like better than expected. Like you were expected to play at like a Pop Warner level. So like if you play at a JV level, which is what I said you're playing at, that's expect. Like the bar is set so low for you that if you just lose by 25, like you did to the Raiders, that's a good yeah. day. Wow, no, Zach. Let me let me Zach Zach I'm, Zach. I'm Zach. I'm Zach. I'm here to help. So. Couple things. Um, I know you're a former Jet fan, so I hope you're on my side. That's I am, and you, and you know that I'm not a Jet hater. I, I am a former Jet fan. Exactly. I'm not. I still watch. I still watch the Jets. I do. I know. But I'm, I, know. I, I, I listen to the I show. I said a lot. What's that? I listen to the show every day. I uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me finish. Jet support. You know. Yes, and I, I've been a Jet fan forever. And I said when I turned into a Bills fan. I'll never root against the Jets except when they play the Bills, and that's all good. Right. So Jet fans know right. that we have a, still have a love for each other. So the only right. problem with your statement initially to Dennis was when that last sentence you said was like, ah. Otherwise, you had it. But Zach, if you notice Dennis, he's so angry. He's so angry. I know. When he, he's I know. angry. Oh, that's, yeah, that's why I had to put him in his place because it's like he's so mad that the Giants um, suck. You know, let their fans down four out of five years in a row, starting out 0-2. I think this is the first year the Jets have started out 0-2 in those five years. Matter of fact, in the past seven years, uh, might go longer than that. But, uh, 
you know, like I said, the Jets are playing better than expected. And uh, I know, I know we lost by 25 points, but the Raiders are a lot of people's Super Bowl favorites. So, uh, oh, and the Cowboys well, aren't a good team and the Lions aren't a playoff team. Like, you know, the Giants. No, they, are, they are, but I mean, the Giants, like you Giants fans, like you think they're going to go into that game and play a good game, but really they, they got shit on them. Two weeks in a row, and the Jets are playing. Oh, oh hey, 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 Zach, Zach! I know you're angry. You gotta watch. We got your pooped mouth, on. Sir. We got pooped on. The word. Please. I said the word. Don't say that word. That's not nice. Listen, I Zach. Let me tell you this. And thank you for calling. Thank you for calling, Zach. Here's the thing. No here's problem. the thing right here. If you remember a guy named Boomer Esiason, I just mentioned earlier. Okay, yeah, he works over at WFN. He went on the air. I heard him a little bit earlier today in, in my drive. Uh, he said earlier today. Boomer did on the morning show with Boomer Esiason and FAN. I plugged his show. He had said, he alluded to heavily that Eli will not be the starter of the New York Giants next year. Now, now, I, that's different than what I said. I went extreme a couple of weeks ago. I said, this guy, Eli Manning, will be done with the Giants. Not only be done, now, eat, now for a guy like Boomer, who's going to be a little more PC, a former quarterback, he's he knows the Mara family on the Giants, all that stuff. And he even said next year. That's the beginning of the end when a guy like Boomer says it from a quarterback perspective. Dennis, I'm right. Obviously, Boomer's thinking like I'm thinking. Eli's going to be done. Uh, Man, I mean, I hope not. Eli's done so much. No, but, bro, now you're saying you hope not, but the other day you're like, ah, you, you laughed at me. You <laughs> laughed at me when I said, no, you laughed at me. I did. When I said that Doug is in a slump, you laughed at me. You and Moose, you sat there, you fucking laughed at me. I'll never forget that shit. And that pissed me off, and I was right. And now I'm right again about Eli, and you're like, well, now you backtrack a little no, bit. No, 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 you said Eli's going to retire halfway through the year. I, impossible. He's got too much to well, play for. He's got all those uh, consecutive game starter streak. And, and I want to close this topic with you. Why? I don't know, but I do. I'm waiting. Okay, thanks. Yeah. No, no, All wait, right, wait, so, wait, wait. Uh, I just don't want to yeah. say anything wrong because I don't want you to put a hex on any of my sports teams because you got like some oh, weird. Oh, yeah, you've got some weird juju going for you. Yeah, we got something going on because I think your Broncos are playing my Bills this week. Whoa, right? whoa, lay, lay. Let's leave them out of it. We're talking about Eli right now. Aaron Judge, yeah. remember Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge, that's right, that's right. Eli, I'll let you give your final thoughts on this, Anthony, and then I got to move on. I got, I got, I got to talk wrestling, and I got people that want to call the show. Well, if it keeps going the way they are, he might retire by like week four. But if it happens, I will believe anything that comes out of your mouth then, because you have like the special eyeball into the future. Yeah, I have. Uh, it's called instincts, sir. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, thanks for joining the show. It's called instincts, and that's what I have very well. Where a guy like Dennis sits there laughing with his gut rot hanging out with his friends like he's in high school still, okay, drinking beer out of a keg and eating old wings from fucking two weeks ago. But I digress. I'm a professional. I'm an analyst. I know what I'm doing. That's right, Dennis. You can laugh what you want, you prick. So, yeah, that's right. Only half right, so that now was I true. Wanted to call... Excuse me? Only half that was true. The beer was fresh. It wasn't out of a keg. <laughs> Holtz in New York. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say to that, Holtz? How are you, buddy? Okay. First of all, Dennis Jones, your Giants are a JV team. End of story, and that's the way it is. Ding. So, I agree with him. Yeah. Is this Hulk Hogan? Let me tell you something, Dennis. <laughs> Continue, right, Pat, sir. Five weeks ago, and I listened to your show religiously, okay? 
Um, you said you were going over your schedule with your Buffalo, your beloved Buffalo Bills, okay? Yes, sir. And you made yes, your predictions the first five or six weeks, and you said, and I quote, that your Bills will defeat my and Ant's almighty Broncos this hmm. Sunday. Do you still believe that? I said that? that? Did I say so that? You, you sure I said that? Damn it. See, sometimes I say things I shouldn't say. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You guys look pretty. You guys look pretty good. I mean, so I, um, I don't know. Uh, I think Shady's going to get shut down, unfortunately, badly. Uh, I, um, I don't know if Tyrod is going to have a good. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, look, I don't want to be negative on my bill. Honestly, I think the front seven of the Buffalo Bills is tenacious. I'm a football guy. I coached for 28 years. I, I think they're very good. I'm worried yes. more about that than I'm worried about the Broncos' defense against the Buffalo offense. Actually, yeah. uh, I talked to Anthony on Twitter, and he, he was very confident we would destroy the Cowboys. I was not. I didn't think we would win by that margin, but I believe mm. that was a statement game, and it was done. Um, yes. So yes. I'll be there live in the color. I just thought I was wondering what your thoughts on the game was going to be. That's all. So. What, what, where are you from? Are you where 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 in New York are you from? I'm from Syracuse, New York, sir. Uh, and and oh, from Syracuse. Oh, the Cuse. Yes, okay, got it. And. Yeah, and how do you say your first thing you say? Helts? How are we saying your name? Hals. 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 Yes, sir. Almost like Haas. Almost like Haas. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I don't think I think uh, your Broncos are going to look pretty sharp. You're up there in Syracuse. Why not a Bills fan? I don't know, but I respect that. Um, uh, I've been a Broncos fan since 1976, sir. Long time. All right. Don't get hot. Got it. All right, no. Helts. I. <laughs> uh, call back again, buddy. I appreciate it. I think my Bills are in trouble. Your Broncos are probably going to win the game. I hate to say that, but thank you for calling. I hate to admit that, but that's probably what's going to happen. I shouldn't have predicted what I predicted. That was dumb of me. Uh, but I do that sometimes. I do dumb things. On the air, I say dumb things. That's what my gimmick is, unfortunately. <laughs> and that was one of them. I probably should not have said that. Um, uh, so anyway, what do we have here? Uh Trying to look for, uh, I want to get into the Shane McMahon topic. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. I guess I should do that right now and get rolling and take that into the next segment. So, Shane McMahon. Um, so, I thought Shane's promo uh, was excellent um, for sure. Uh, there was, it was it felt real. I liked that he came out not going crazy with the dancing and and the back shuffling and, and jazz. I, I, you know, he, he gets it. Shane understands. Uh, he knows the business, I, the back of his hand. It's his family's business. He knows what he's doing. And I, I enjoyed his promo. I thought his promo felt real. Um, it was uh, very strong. Uh, my only problem with that segment, once his promo ended, <clears throat> excuse me, while well, the announcers, well, I think um, this crew of announcers on SmackDown, they usually do a pretty good job. I felt like it was, they handled it, it was like just another match. You know, like, oh, well, we're going to have Kevin Owens versus uh, Shane, Hell in a Cell. It's personal. These cliche lines that, you know, they use that I've used as an announcer, too. But there are certain times when you really have to coach each other and avoid using cliches when it's something. This is not personal with this angle they're doing, the storyline, guys. This is like the utmost to personal. This guy beat up the owner of the company. The grand poobah of pro wrestling and sports entertainment, Vince McMahon. I'm talking the character. This is not just some match. This is not just Shane getting revenge for his dad. This is not what this is. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta really make the audience feel, in my professional opinion, like this is beyond personal. This is, uh, uh, and it gets to the point where there are words sometimes that can't handle it 
And that's why you say nothing. Silence probably would have been better. I would have, if I was the producer or if I was Vince or whatever, I would have had the announcers say nothing after the match. I'm sorry, after Shane's promo. I would not have played Shane's music after the promo. I would have had Shane cut the promo on the mic, not not on a handheld, just it, it, still on the mic. I would have him cut the promo on the mic and leave with no music and leave with his last line and leave with the announcers saying nothing. And then put a graphic up there that shows Shane Alnacell versus uh, Kevin Owens. And then go to commercial break. That's how I would have done it. Because it feels more realistic. Because it, it resonates and people can sit on it and think. I don't need to hear an announcer say, oh, this is personal. No, oh, it's going to be these two guys. Because it sounds like everything else. Come on. Vince McMahon did the honors at his age. and 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 and. Bled, got beat up you know, by a guy, young, strong, pro wrestler, a guy who works for him, and Vince didn't have to do that. I said that the other day. There's no need for him to do that. But he wanted to do it for the best for business and to get over the storyline, and that's awesome. That shows Vince is truly, again, I can't say it enough. Vince did not have to do what he did. He did not, okay? He did not. There's no, you can't just treat it like a regular match. You can't. You have to make this thing feel like it's so special. Um, me, I know when Michael Cole and I were working together in a situation like this, when you see it on the uh, on the run sheet, or you you know you have a good idea what they're going to do in the ring. Which I'm sorry, what Shane's going to say. I know Cole and I, and we've done this many times. Would have went up to Vince McMahon early in the day and said, Vince. We're looking at this segment on paper, and the way it looks, it seems like this might be something where we shouldn't say anything. Let, let's let this thing breathe. And 99% of the time, this is no bullshit. Vince would say, he'd look at the paper, he'd think about it, he'd look up in the air, and he would go, you know what, you're right. You're right. Do that. Say nothing. Let it breathe. Lay out. Boom. Perfect. I'm telling you, I've lived this. There are times when that has to happen. There are times when that has to, and last night was one of those times. All right, uh, I got to go to break here. Uh, other side of break, I, I got a bunch of people on the phone. I will get to these people. All of you, I apologize. It's been late. We'll also be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And uh, we'll, we'll get a little more SmackDown, talk some NFL. Uh, we'll be rocking and rolling for another hour here. Sit tight, guys. Okay, we're back here live. One hour down, one hour to go. We've uh, been talking a little bit of SmackDown, but talking some NFL stuff. I'm going to get to the phones uh, in a second here. We're also live on Facebook right now at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So if you're watching there, thank you very much. Hey, guys, I want to let you know, man, talking about football. <clears throat> so here's the deal. Check this out. It's pretty cool. Don't miss a second of NFL on CBS. Stream your live local games each week on CBS All Access. This is pretty cool, man. So check it out. That's right. Your local NFL on CBS games are streaming live on CBS All Access. So make sure you go and start your free trial right now at cbs.com slash NFL. So the cool thing is uh, CBS All Access also includes number one hit shows, classics, movies, and original series like Star Trek Discovery. 
And that premieres, I believe, September 24th. So Star Trek fans, that's going to be cool. Discovery premiering uh, September 24th. So CBS All Access, anytime, anywhere, you can check out all these shows. Uh, you can also stream, like I said, your uh, live uh, local NFL games. And they also, you can stream your live local CBS broadcast for news, special events, and other sporting events and more. So start your free trial right now, guys, at cbs.com slash NFL. So make sure you do that. CBS All Access is pretty cool. Um, jump on that real quick. So let me get to the phone uh, calls uh, real quick here. Let me get a couple calls real fast. Uh, let's go uh, to Elmer in uh, Houston, Texas. Elmer, you're on the TAS show. What do you say to us? Elmer. Hello, Elmer. Anyone? Elmer going once. Are we hearing Elmer? Dennis, where's Elmer? Elmer! I believe this is the the issue. There's no issue. We had phone calls earlier. Uh, I don't know. No, what? Is Elmer gone? Is he there? I mean, I I got things to do. I'm busy. Very busy. I got a lot of people calling. I got a lot to do. Come on, sir, please. No Elmer. Excuse me? No Elmer. Phone issue. All right. No problem. Elmer, thanks for coming. Uh, Robert in uh, California, Big Rob, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, homie? What's up? How you doing? How are you, buddy? Talk to you. Uh, so, well, shit to do it to you this early in the morning, but first time, long time. Oh, man. Right in the yam bag. <laughs> Straight forward your head. Got it. What's up, buddy? And I just wanted to give uh, my Austin hook, if I could. Yes, off the hooks. Tailgate, uh, yeah. tailgate, rub off the hook. Foods at the tailgate. Yes, go ahead. Uh, match one is uh, spicy, sweet, barbecue dip, hot wings versus. Nice. Uh, we call it we call it a trash dip. It's uh, two cans of chili, half a block of Velveeta cheese, and half a block of uh, cream cheese, all heated Ooh, up and mixed that's together. Good. That sounds good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and no store-bought chips. You got to mention chips from home. You know, with the tortilla okay. chips. No store, no, no store bought chips. You didn't say the S word. You said chips. I, that, you sound like you I said chips. You did not. Thank you, sir. Continue. And then uh, number two is the Battle of the Bacon. I got uh, a cheddar stuffed hamburger with bacon versus nice. a cheddar brat wrapped in bacon. Wow. Okay. Health Food Jones. <laughs> uh, I'm about <laughs> as big as Dennis, but I'm better looking. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, number three is, is uh, my main event is a slab of St. Louis baby back ribs with homemade barbecue sauce. And that's mm. going up against what uh, my buddies and I call a dragon egg, which is a stuffed jalapeno wrapped in bacon. And then you Damn. make like a meatloaf meat and you wrap you uh Pack that around that jalapeno and smoke it for a couple hours. Oh man, it's to die for. That sounds. It sounds like uh, Dennis might want to go on uh, the second Grand Salami Slunker tour with you. Holy cow! Hey, you guys would be a duo. Yeah. All you gotta do is come out to Bakersfield. <laughs> so. I'm booking my right, flight man. as we I speak. Gotta, I gotta throw a flag on Chan Man though. What's up? I've lived in California all my life, and no matter where I've lived, and I've lived in a lot of places in California, I have always found a butcher outside of a big box grocery store really see there I you go i knew you guys butcher. had butchers over there i knew it all right well yeah, robert i, I appreciate live. you what's up so, you know i lived in la and now i live in bakersfield and i've had a butcher in both spots i've lived in and i've been here for 32 years 
All right, brother. So, well, I appreciate you sharing. Chairman's got to look around. We got to tell Chairman to look around for Butcher. Thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate you, Robert. Thank you very much. Uh, much appreciated. Hey, let's go to Derek in Boston. Derek, you're on the Taz Show. Uh, yeah. Uh, how you doing, pal? Hey, what's going on, Taz? Yeah. Not not bad. Uh, what do you want to talk about? The, the Pats? Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about the Patriots. I want to talk about something during the Patriots game, which was okay. uh, the commentary of Tony Romo. I really like him as a color commentator. I was wondering your opinion on it. I have not heard him yet because I obviously won't watch a Patriot game. I've heard <laughs> from some people in the game, I have heard that he does a great job of analyzing it. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, he's well-spoken. He seems, I don't know the guy, but he seems like the type of guy that he wouldn't make it about himself, like he's not an ego guy. And that's one, of the ma- that's one of the major keys, dude, to being a good commentator in anything, no matter if it's wrestling, football, baseball, <clears throat> any kind of, I don't care if it's ice skating, whatever it is, you can't make it about you. And I could picture that. And Derek, thank you for calling. I appreciate it very much. And I would love to say good luck to your Bills against the Texans this week, but I will not say that. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to hearing Tony Romo. But I've heard from some people that he actually sounded great uh, and did a really good job for a rookie at this. And it, like I said, it doesn't surprise me. He obviously knows the game. The guy's such a successful NFL player, nevertheless a quarterback, who's kind of a quasi-coach anyway, uh, on a successful franchise forever. Uh, and he's well-spoken, he's intelligent, he's articulate. Um, and it's not about him. That's a great uh, you know, ingredient, a potpourri, of the elements that you need to be a great color commentator. So I'm actually looking forward to hearing uh, Tony Romo. I am. I have not heard him yet. If he keeps calling Patriot games, I will never listen to him. But hopefully, uh, I, look, I have a plethora of games I can watch. I will find the Romo. I will find If anybody knows what game he'll be calling like later in the week, someone tweet me. I won't ask Dennis that because I'll find out the day after. But, um, yeah, could someone let me know on Twitter or the Instagram or somewhere? I don't know where you find that out. Dennis, is there a way to find out who's calling what games and when? How do you do that? Yeah, I can, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, <laughs> look at Dennis doing his due diligence as a producer. Oh, this you're is week three. Bengals-Packers. Bengals-Packers this week. Wow, look at you. Bring in the wood. So everyone out there, disregard the request I had. Uh, the producer actually did something. So it's, it's Bengals who? Packers? Bengals-Packers. I get that game. Package Jones, I get a ball. It don't matter. You know what I mean? I get the whole thing. I, I can see the whole thing. Um, what else I want to say before? Oh, uh, let's go to James in North Carolina. I want to talk to James in North Carolina, down there in North Kakalaki. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, homie? Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Uh, Dennis, I know you're shaking right now. You're worried your football team is sinking. It's yep. all going downhill. It's true. Are you an Eagles fan, James, or are you just a Dennis hater? Dennis hater? Can I answer? I'm a Dennis hater. Me, Taz. Hello. No, I know that, though. I hate him. I was was, uh, running from Big Brother. So, James, you're you're from North Carolina. You're a Panthers fan. What's your deal? Uh, Actually, I'm a Cowboys. I'm a Cowboy and Panthers fan. I mean... Sanders are my home team, so I kind of I root for them. But if they're going against the Cowboys, I'm a I'm a Cowboys guy. I got you, buddy. Well, I appreciate you calling, James, and I think everybody in their mother knows that the Philadelphia Eagles were probably going to throttle the Giants this week. 
Uh, the Giants, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the Eagles' defense is legit, dude. Uh, you guys are in trouble. I mean, you got my man Ertz, the tight end. He's going to be running the muck up and down. Odell Beckham, uh, you know, he might get 20 yards uh, receptions, uh, receptions, recatches, whatever you call it. So, yeah, you're done, dude. Uh, you just laugh. Laugh, Dennis. Laugh, 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 laugh. Everything you laugh out, I've been right on. And you know it. You know it. So. No, I'm, look, the Eagles – Another division rival. It's going to be a battle. I'm not. I'm done making predictions because every time I do, they go wrong. You're wrong. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to go the on that opposite. Note, I, okay, great. Thanks. On that note, uh, something else I want to talk about on the uh, SmackDown. Um, so the Rusev deal where he defeated Randy Orton and that he act like he won the World Series. I thought that was funny. I didn't mind. I like Rusev. You know, um, Aiden English against Randy Orton first. And then we saw Rusev come out, and then he he beat Randy Orton, which is kind of, like, weird. And they really made the ref look stupid, meaning the company. Let's be honest, because how is the match – I know it's entertainment, trust me. But how is the match official? Like, you know, like, the ref normally doesn't have that power. So, okay, you want to go? You want to go? Let's do it. Like, it's, that's not how this works. Like, again, you can't insult the intelligence of fans that – that enjoyed watching the product, like, you know what I mean, and, and want to get sucked into the stories. You got to stay consistent. I mean, come on. You got to protect it somehow, some way. You, you, you know, I, there was something in that little segment, Rusev and Randy Orton, that I did like, but the ref thing, him making the match official, I did not like. I did like that they uh, reinterjected uh, Aiden English to help Rusev win. That I liked. Because I think that the company, it seems, they like Aiden English, and they should. He's talented. He could work. Uh, he's different. The singing thing, I think they got to shoot him a little different than they do on Raw with uh, Elias uh, because this, they're doing some similarities there. I think they got to create something different. The singing bit, I mean, it's entertaining. It's annoying, but it's great for a heel. Uh, in the match, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it seemed like um, Randy gave Aiden English a lot. He had a lot of offense. Uh, obviously, Randy caught that uh, the, the the gimmick finish uh, off the ropes and got the win. Um, I like that Aiden English got back involved when Rusev came out. He jumped on the apron. I was happily surprised to see that they kept that keeps him strong. Believe it or not, that keeps him Aiden English a little stronger. I should say, not strong, but stronger. It, it, you know, keeps him more relevant, keeps him rolling. It wasn't like he got a lot of offense against Randy. He lost, and now he's gone. Okay, interject uh, Rusev now. No, they interjected Aiden English to help Rusev win in that match that wasn't really a match type thing. I, I liked all that. I, I liked the part with Aiden English doing that. I did. I like that because um, I, I like Aiden English. I think there's something about him I like. I, I just, he's different. You know, so I, he's he's original. He's innovative. It's kind of cool, and it works for me. Um I talked a lot about earlier about Jinder Mahal and about the promo. Was it racist? Was it not? Some of you agree. Some of you disagree. And that's fine. Everyone has their own feel on it. And I'm not a prude. I'm not some kind of a little, you know, baby out here. Uh, not weird. I'm a baby. Meh. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I thought it was a little bit, <laughs> a little racist in my view. Um, I gave my thoughts, opinions on that. So if you're listening or watching live right now on Facebook and you missed the first segment of this show, you can go back and watch the, uh, the uh, video on demand or listen to the podcast version on uh, Radio.com app or, uh, you know, uh, Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes, wherever you guys uh, jump on it. Uh, speaking of Facebook, let me say hello 
to everybody on Facebook. I didn't get it. I gave you guys a little bit of a hello, but, uh, you know, I want to thank everybody for jumping on Facebook. We'll be on Facebook till the end of the show here. So uh, today's episode. So it's always good to chat it up with the, uh, the good people on Facebook. You know, we have a good community there. We have a good community on Twitter, good community on the uh, Instagram, trying to cover every facet. Taz Tube Jones on a big comeback. Uh, the YouTube page of my, myself, so uh, we'll be putting up. I'll be putting up different live uh, elements on there every once in a while, surprising folks with that. If you like that content, cool. If you don't like it, that's cool too. It's, you have a lot of choices out there. So if you don't like me, that's understandable. I'm really not a likable guy, so I get that. Uh, we get a lot of people saying good morning, good morning, and we're getting some good moments. Uh, the proper dialect is good moment, like Nicholas Pellegrino saying good moment. Thank you, Nick. I don't know why your photo is a picture of Tom Brady's jersey. That's a little disturbing, but good moment, sir. That part. Uh, Ignacio Vasquez, all caps, talk football. I did. Uh, what else we got? We got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people are on here. Um, oh, look at uh, Jose Luis Lopez II. How about my first place Dolphins? Fins up! Makes a good point, Dennis. Dolphins, uh, I, I like how they got out of Dodge there with the Jay Cutler getting that victory. Uh, where is San Diego, right? Los Angeles. They are no longer San Diego. Ah, damn. How about the ref? You see the ref made that mistake in the game? Oh, I, that happened. That one of the funniest things to me is because they've been in San Diego forever. So, that's I mean, I it's going to happen. Did you see the crowd there? Uh, they're, they're playing at um, they're playing at a, at a soccer stub hub center. It's like a soccer stadium. And there's maybe 50, oh! 50 people. <laughs> Chargers! Chargers, go! Yeah, so they're, they're playing at the soccer stadium. Oh, and, and there's man. nobody there. No, I know. Well, this, yeah, I got it. San Diego is just the home of the Chargers, bro. The Super Chargers. Come on! Like, what's his name? Uh, Berman. Uh, Chris Berman always said, right? The Super Chargers? San Diego Super Chargers? Come yeah, on, man. The Bermanator. Yeah. And then you had, uh, you had Arnold when he was the, uh, the governator. Go Chargers, go! <laughs> it's not the same. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, let's see what else there was. I think there was one other thing on SmackDown I wanted to bring up before I go to break. We're well, actually uh, on the cusp of a break here. Let um, me sting it on the breaks here. Uh, what was there? Was something else? Was there something else on SmackDown that jumped out to me that I felt like I had something to say about? I will find it. Give me a second. I am just uh, diddling through this gimmick. By the way, uh, Dennis, I play you in the uh, fantasy football uh, gimmick. Uh, oh, it's been a fun week then. Should be good. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, hey, uh, and who do you play? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you play Seth. Seth, how's Seth doing in the league? By the way, I haven't really paid attention. He's not doing too well. He might nice. be owing two. Good, good. That's good. We had our break was a little extended, and I, I Seth kind of cut a promo on me on on a on a uh, what do you call it? on a text. Like, yeah, where'd Dennis go? He's going to sleep. Where's Dennis? Where's he? What is he? Carved out? Like he's ripping you? You know. Yeah. I'll yeah. see him when he gets in. Ah, oh, what are you gonna do about it, Tubby? I'll run circles. You can't catch me. You know I stole on Craig Biggio? Me and Larry Bow, we drink beers together. They call me Wheels. Wheels. Well, <laughs> Seth doesn't drink beers. He'll drink soy milk. That's what he'll drink. No, when I went I went to a Yankee game with him and he got almond milk. 
I was like, Seth, I'm not buying no, you ramen milk. Come on, bro. You tell me it's ready. I feel like you told me it's ready. He, uh, That's all. We went, That's- we went to a bodega, and he was like, uh, do you have any grass-fed soy burgers? At a bodega. I was like, oh, what is God. that? No, but we got pork rinds. Now I'd load it up on those. <laughs> you can get some pork rinds at a bodega. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Yeah, and who are you playing? So I'm playing the five knuckle icky shuffle. Oh, John Cena. Yeah, hopefully yeah he does I'm nervous. Doing bad. Yeah, John Cena's not doing good. We got to kick him out of the league. We, I know some people want him out of the league. He's busy. He's cutting promos. He's running around. He's, you know, he's all over the place. He's, he's, he's a busy guy. He's got the Roman Reigns match coming up on Sunday. He's a busy man. I'm surprised he took on this hard task of being in our fantasy football league. I really am. I didn't even uh, think of that. Know. He's got no mercy coming up. Probably won't have time to yeah, set his lineup this week. Busy. I mean, maybe he'll – yeah, you're right. Good point. It's going to be tough for him to watch a lot of the NFL games because he's going to be getting ready to wrestle Roman Reigns on Sunday. But – you know, no one, John, he's a multitasker. He'll he'll get it done. That's how it is. He can get it done. So maybe he'll make a comeback in this league. I doubt it. Has he made any moves? I don't think he's made any – benched anyone or nothing, right? He just kind of leaves his roster sitting there stale like green mold bread. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. Really. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, a little funky. Uh, so right, on that note, I'm going to go to break here. Other side of break, I will uh, take a call or two, interact with some of you folks on Facebook Live. Uh, there was something during the A.J. Corbin match um, – well, it wasn't really a match. Uh, I'll talk about that, too. There's something in that that uh, kind of irked me a teeny bit. Uh, and that's really it. So, Tad Show, we'll be right back here shortly. Sit tight. All right, all right. We are back here. Little uh, Wednesday. Wednesday edition of the Taz Show live in the fourth quarter right now. We're streaming live on uh, Facebook. Facebook Live, that is, at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Or you can listen to the show live on the radio.com app, which I was checking out myself during the break, and it's badass. Working great. So your mobile device, you can do that. You know that. Or maybe you're checking out, checking out the show on TazShow.com. Or maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show. Much love. Appreciate you guys supporting the show. That's legit right there. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I uh, I was looking at something that uh, Dustin Rhodes tweeted. Goldust tweeted yesterday. And he tweeted a picture about the whole Starcade event that WWE's bringing back Starcade, which I think is awesome. Doing that down there in Carolina. And uh, he tweeted a picture of <laughs> Goldust himself and his brother, like kind of in the shadows behind him in the graphic against the Hardy Boys, and he basically, Dustin said, need I say more? And, um, you know, uh, so I, I don't think Dustin would do that if they weren't going to do this match and book it, so maybe Cody come to terms with them to do this one match and Ring of Honor's cool with it and all this kind of jazz, which I hope that's the case. It's good for everybody involved, but you gotta let Cody talk a little bit on the mic. You gotta let him say something. You gotta let him shoot a little bit. Cody's got a little edge to him, so you gotta let that come out. Uh, and I think with the hardest, it'd be great to be frank with you guys. How about some fantasy booking here? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Spitball and booking right here. How about you do this? Check this out. Dennis, tell me if you think this would be badass. Um, and uh, I want to get the people's opinion on Facebook, too. They give me uh, some blue thumbs ups and stuff. So you do Cody and Goldust 
versus the Hardys and then have a have Cody be a surprise and then to top it all off, okay, what you do in regards to surprises, you bring in none other than the Young Bucks. Because we've heard the Hardys say, or Matt Hardy tweeted that to, to work against the Young Bucks at, at the Star, Starcade. How great would that be for one-offs? That'd be awesome. That oh, that would be so incredible. But I feel like the Young Bucks are they've they've done so much stuff against the WWE that I I feel like they're never gonna get there just to Vince being uh, spiteful. Maybe. But never say maybe. never. It's wrestling. Who knows? But oh, that's spite. Listen, hey, hey, hey. I live the spite of WWE. Trust me. <laughs> I live it out here on a daily basis. Uh, daily basis. I live the spite. But um, no, look. I just think it'd be good for business. I think it'd be great. Um, yeah, I mean, the Young Bucks have, but you know what? So what? They're, they're great. You bring them back for a one-off. I'm sure that's not going to happen. It's just kind of some fantasy booking. Um, you know, some people, I'm looking at Facebook, a lot of people seem like they like the idea. I need thumbs up. I need to see the thumbs up. I need to see the, and share the show, too. Come on, do something on Facebook. Come on. Get your free lunch here. Spread the word. Let's go. You know what I mean? I, I need to see it. If you like the idea, a three-way three -way match. With the Hardys, the Bucks of Youth, and um, and uh, the, the the Rhodes family, Dustin and Cody, you kidding me? Starcade, that'd be awesome. That'd now be that awesome. you be legit. Now What's that up? you said the Bucks of Youth, wouldn't to draw more publicity? Starcade. Imagine if that's where the Hardy Boys introduced the or however they're not going to go broken, but however they're going to. Ah, I like it. I like what you're saying. Good Pig, idea. Piggybacking off you. Barnacling. Yeah, sure, sure. Good idea. That's a good idea. Definitely. I think it would work. Um, we got who we got on here. Uh, we got, uh, look at some Facebook. We got Tim Cossadine. I just don't get the Young Bucks intrigue. The Young Bucks, Tim, are tremendous. I mean, they're, they're not a, they're not, they're, they're two guys that aren't big guys, but their work rate is tremendous. Their timing, their crispness to their work, their connectivity to the audience is insane. I mean, insane. People just love them. I mean, especially the hardcore fans. And, you know, and that's you, you, down there. I did just, it would be great. I'm just saying the Young Bucks are tremendous. I remember, I told the story before. I remember Mike Tanay and I were working in TNA and we were calling TNA. And um, we called the dark match. And I know Eric Bush, Eric Bischoff was the booker then. And, um, well, we weren't caught. We were sitting there for a dark match. We were getting ready to go live or whatever we were doing. We were doing Impact. And uh, the Young Bucks were in a dark match, per se, a tryout match, which why you would try them out is beyond me. Just sign them, you know. But um, this was several years ago, but they were still awesome. Everybody knew who they were. And I watched them up close and personal, and I, and I wasn't even calling them. I'm like, man, I, these guys are just Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Um, seriously. Like, just, they, they are excellent. Excellent. It just would work. It would work. And it would be a lot of fun for the fans and live in attendance. Now, there's been some scuttlebutt about this show. Mike Johnson, the Mike Johnson from Pro Wrestling, uh, from PW Insight, I should say, came on here uh, in his segment on Tuesday. And he was mentioning that um, something about the WWE Network, maybe they're going to run this show as a special. I'm in, bitches. I hope they do. But then there's been some scuttlebutt with some of the other news outlets, wherever they get their news, saying that um, saying that uh, 
the WWE Network will not use this as a special. They just use it to drum up uh, live event sales. Um, I could see both ends of that, to be frank. Um, you know what I mean? Then as some would say, oh, why would you why would you not put it on a network? I, I agree with that part. I put it on a network, but maybe WWE is getting to a point where they're thinking, you know what? We're giving you people for 10 bucks a month a lot of bang for your buck. You know, maybe that's a great way to do the tier system. <laughs> you know, if you're going to do a tier system where you're going to charge more money, all right, now it's 12 bucks if you want to watch the Starcade event. You know, and you do it. That's a maybe that's the the catalyst to start the the tier system. You know, I I I'm just saying. I think that'd be great. That would you know be I mean? perfect. What's that'd up? be a very that'd be a smart move. I think uh, for the, if they're going to use the name Starcade, which they clearly are, you've got to advertise it. It's got to be shown on the network. Treat it like the uh, like the Beast of the East when they were in Japan with Brock. Like make yep. it make it a one night spec, not a pay per view. Like a however the I don't know the exact wording they call it, but. Make it that and make it this big spectacle promoting like the history of wrestling, not just WWE, but like the yeah. the WCW aspect of it. Make the Rhodes brothers involved, like acknowledge Dusty, make it an event. And people people will flock to it because the people that are buying the network are WWE are wrestling f- historians and fans. Why wouldn't like that's a missed opportunity in my eyes if they don't if it's I, and, not on the and, network. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. And the thing is to anybody that reports or says that they're trying to drum up house show business, live events, I, I get that and I and I don't totally disagree with that. Um, but here's the issue I have with anyone saying that. Now that could be what WWE's doing, and these reports could be true. Here's my problem with it. That's great if you're gonna do the Starcade event and bring a lot of those talents or do that event in other markets. You, you, then you're just, at the end of the day, drumming up business in the South or just the Carolinas uh, uh, because you're doing Starcade there, unless it's something that, you know, maybe WWE is going to do, bring back other old shows and do them like, okay, we're going to do Bailey Legal. ECW, Bailey Legal in Philadelphia. Now I'm spitballing ideas out here. I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> and... You know, we'll bring back a couple of the ECW guys and, and we'll, we'll have a rest of our card in Philly just to drum up house show business. Now, maybe that's now that would be a good idea if you're going to bring these certain shows to certain markets, um, you know, that that were famous in those markets. OK, then I could see that. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it'd be better to do Starcade on the WWE Network and the TS system and then do I'm thinking out here. I'm like, you know. These freaking people sit in Stanford in this conference room and they all try to come up with these ideas. And, and, and I could I could do this with my eyes closed. I mean, look, it, it, it's real easy. I mean, uh, geez, just just do what I said. And now you do a tier system and you throw in there like a Bell Legal in Philadelphia and other shows that were for other companies. Uh, you could do something like uh, what was the other one that was in Atlanta for WCW? Oh, I can't remember the name. Um, what was that big pay per view when WCW was in their heyday in like with Nitro? I can't remember the name of it. Then they had war games, of course, with the NWA. But I would I would do um, – I just can't remember the name. If anybody on Facebook knows it, I know Dennis doesn't know it. Uh, if you know it, Dennis, if you GTS'd it, that's great. But uh, there was a WCW – what was that? The big WCW pay-per-view. Damn it, I can't remember it. Was it the Great American Bash? Well, that, that was – that really got <clears throat> famous in the NWA during the Dusty Rhodes regime and all. But then, yeah, they did do that in WCW, too. But that's not what I'm talking about. There was another name for a show. I don't know. Let's go to Miles in California. Last call of the day. Maybe Miles knows. Miles, you're on a Taz show. What's up, Haas? Miles. Okay, Miles. You're not there. 
You've talked to us before. Thank you, Miles. Sound of silence. Talk to you soon. Cowboy doing a stellar job. All right, so uh, what do we got here? We got Bass at the Beach. Somebody who was that uh, on um, Halloween Havoc. Charles Olson said, someone said Bass at the Beach. I missed who you were. You went too quick. Uh, la, 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 la. Maybe that was it. Fall Brawl was another one. Kenny Hannon said, true. You could do so. Oh, the Hogs and Wild and Sturgis. Peter Evans says, that's true. These are some of the WCW events. They had a, but there was one big one. Maybe it was Super Brawl, Chairman saying. Super, yeah, Punk I'm House looking. Stampede. What's that? I'm looking at all of the list of uh, WCW ones. Super Bowl stands out. Uh, Hold on a minute. Hold on. BJ Baker says Clash of the Champions. Now, here's the thing. For the newer fans that don't know, Clash of the Champions actually, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed that. You know about the Clash of the Champions, Dennis, or not really? Not really, no. Okay, I'll smarten you up and all the other people. Uh, there it is. George Tejinos, photographer extraordinaire on Facebook Live. Slamboree. That was the one I was thinking. George, thank you. George is a photographer for many years. Covers wrestling, covered ECW, took pictures of all of us ringside, working, everything in the ring. <clears throat> George is correct. Slam Reed. Starcade's another one. That, that, that was from the NWA days, too. But anyway, back to uh, back to um, uh, Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions, folks, that got famous on TBS, on free TV. That was like a big event that the NWA would do. And that's kind of a lot of people feel that's where Sting got put on the map by the nature of Ric Flair. You know, uh, I think they both actually helped each other. To be honest with you. Um, so Brad Smith, Taz, finished the story with exclamation points. Brad, I don't know what you mean by that. That's annoying me that you just did that. That made me angry. Dennis, why did, would he do that? Why would he do that with all those exclamation points on Facebook Live? That was not nice. Yeah, I'm a little uh, curious as to why that happened. Brad, I don't work for you, son. I, I don't work for you, Brad. I'll say what I want. So I was walking to get a carton of milk and some beers the other day. I'll tell you this story. And I only got some Tostitos scoops because I like my salsa and scoops while I'm watching football. You need scoops, scoops. I'll say what I want out here, bro. Say what I want. Finish the story. Kiss my ass. <laughs> so, Clash of the Champions, um, you know, that kind of, in my view, and a lot of people feel too, puts Sting on the map. I remember the free event. Sting, were, I don't remember how long the match was. A lot of you fans probably know better than I. Uh, there it is. There it is. Kevin Kimmons on, on point. Flair versus Sting, 45 minutes draw, legendary. Exactly. He's exactly right. 45 minutes. It was unbelievable. It really was a tremendous match. And that's how that event started was back in the day. I don't remember the years. I mean, I was, I was wrestling. I was in the biz. It had to be, I'm bad with years, guys. You know that. It had to be, I don't know. 1990, 89, something like that. Maybe you could check it out. Dennis, GTS it. Sting versus Flair, Clash of Champions. It's a very famous deal. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Michael Hunkern, Brad in the blender. Yeah, he was for a little while. He's out of the blender now. It's okay. March 27th, 1988. The first, the same night as WrestleMania. 88, BJ Baker said the same thing. Yes. Dude, I'm telling you, Dennis, I know you're very busy. You're, you're, you're very busy. But if you have time, you should try and watch this. You too, I am. You should do a little history. Watch Sting versus uh, Flair from the Clash of Champions. I guess you get it on WWE Network or wherever you can find it. You guys should watch it. I'm telling you, it, it, 45 minutes. If you like good wrestling matches, they told a great story. Ric Flair really got Sting over, and I think Sting helped get Flair over. You know, but Sting was the young gun. You know, he was coming up. It, it, they worked together. It was great. 
It was great. Zod Unmatched. Taz is better than WWE Creative. Thank you, Zod. I appreciate that. I have no desire to work for them and under them. Listen, and the other thing, too. A lot of people on WWE Creative are very smart and book really well. Here's the issue. They're micromanaged, and they're not a lot of their ideas we don't even get to see. So a lot of those people are very good. They're just, you know, at the end of the day, it's Vince's company. He's the boss. So, you know, whatever he likes, uh, that's what's going to happen at the end of the day, for the most part. You know, and he's earned that, Vince. So, you know, but there are a lot of very talented people that are on those creative teams. It's unfair, I think, for us as a fan base to stereotype all of the WWE writers, male or female, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, whatever, and stereotype them in a clump. I think that's unfair. I, I know you didn't do that, but I'm just saying. That's just uh, my thing. Now, the other thing on SmackDown that I told you guys going to break that I um, wanted to mention, I better get to see it before I wrap this show up. Uh, two things on SmackDown I wanted to finish up with here. Uh, AJ Corbin, it wasn't a match, which I thought was kind of sneaky that it wasn't an actual match. Um, and, and, you know, I listen to the announcers. They, again, they just, I hate the rail on, uh, you know, not Corey so much as, uh, well, I guess Corey a little bit and, the other guy, Saxton, and um, and what's his name, Tom Phillips. But I'm saying, remember the day. Remember the days when announcers used to get pissed off that the match didn't end or the match was a, a you know, screw job finish. Remember those days? I remember doing it as an announcer. I remember we weren't really supposed to do it a lot, but I remember doing it. And and you would get pissed because you want to come off almost like the fans would come off because that's what you are as a commentator. At the end of the day, you're just navigating and you're 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 driving the car and the fans are in the back seat. You've guys heard me talk about this before. Play-by-play guy is in the driver's seat. Shotgun is the color commentator and the back seat is the audience. That's how I always looked at it. And I, so at the end of the day, you're in that car as a fan. You got to be mad when this is a screw job finish. You got to be mad that 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 there was no finish in this match. You got to be. The match wasn't even a match. And then when when uh, Ty. Uh, uh, Ty Dillinger got involved, which I love. Ty, listen to to Tom Phillips. He upcut it. He, 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 I, I didn't. I was watching the, the TV. I'm watching it, and I see someone attack Corbin. I, I didn't know who it was, and for, oh, there, there it is, Ty Dillinger, my man. Stop looking at the run sheet and watch your monitor. Okay, <laughs> you got to watch the monitor. You can't stooge it off until you really understand who it is. You can't do that. Here I am doing Michael Cole's job, telling people how to be announcers in WWE. Really? You, you can't upcut it, man. You've got you to gotta let it breathe so we can see who it is. You, when you see, unless your eyes are just that quick or there's a delay, which I don't think there, there really is, you can't do that. You can't do that on the audio. You can't. You, got, you can't. You know, it happens. I've done it. I've done it in the past. You know, but as I really learned how to do the commentary, I didn't do it that much, but... I've done it. I've been guilty of it. You gotta watch the monitor. That's a trick. Sports, everything, not just wrestling. Gotta watch the monitor. Can't watch the ring. Can't watch the ring. Free consultant Jones, Dennis. Never fails. You've given away a lot today, too. What? More than more than usual, you've given out a lot of uh a lot of good ideas oh. today. See, I did the what? What? Huh? Huh? What? What? What'd you oh. say? Huh? What? People don't say, excuse me, come again? Pardon? What? 
Pardon? What? The f- the facial expression is priceless with your what? They're like Popeye side glance. Huh? Sounds like a sounds like a new bar. Yeah, I'm going to Popeye side glance, man. I'm gonna have some beers and eat some peanuts, watch football. Popeye side glance, yeah, I'm going there. Great wings. T-shirt. Newest T-shirt coming to Pro Wrestling Tees, the Popeye side glance, ladies and gentlemen. What? <laughs> Andrew John, in all caps, talk about football. Go! Go! Well, we did it already. Getting out of control. Um, oh, Kevin Owens apologized. That's what I want to talk. Kevin Owens apologized. Then he went after Shane verbally, right? I don't know. On this, <laughs> um, I, I mean, the creative of it, it, it's not, I don't think it's bad that he apologized. It made him feel real that he was on camera in a, a shirt and tie and he apologized, but then he blamed Shane. Okay. I, it's not, I don't think it's like, oh man, that's some great creative. I think it's cool. Um, I, just a part of me, like I said, for those that are just jumping on the show now or this segment, I said at the top of the show, that's where I can listen to the podcast or watch the VOD later of this episode of the Taz show. I just don't understand how, like, they're almost treating this thing, what happened to Vince, by Kevin Owens, like it's just another angle, just another match. I don't understand that. I I don't get it. I I really don't. I I don't understand. I don't. This is a huge thing. I mean, I don't remember the last time, except for Stone Cold Steve Austin beating up Vince. Who else has ever beaten Vince up like that? No one's, I would think, since Steve Austin. Man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, um, I, I think that, you know, the apology from Kevin Owens, it seemed a little like, um, it, this part I liked. It almost came off like it, he was a little bit disingenuous, which is is the idea, because maybe he was his hand was forced, or maybe uh, you know maybe the announcers could have led us there or something. Just it would be a better story if like his attorney, meaning meaning Kevin Owens, like his legal team was telling him, uh, maybe you need to apologize, that type of thing. Maybe if that's the overview, I'm not overview, the background story, I think would be better. And I got a feeling they're just ignoring the 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 <laughs> the Kevin Owens is suing WWE story. I guess that's just gone. I guess because Vince shut him down on it. I guess last week they didn't really button that up. Let's be honest, they didn't. Um, I think it seems like the Vince stuff is they're done with that with the Vince end of things. Meaning, Vince took the bumps, sold, bled, busted his ass at a man his age, and he don't have to do that. And now they're going full throttle with Shane. Okay, cool, but. I'm sure we'll see the beatdown of Vince in packages going into the Hell in a Cell, obviously. But I really do feel like um, I, I think the company, it almost should be uncomfortable. The angle, the storyline should be uncomfortable because of what happened to Vince. Like awkward. And that's why I think less talk by the announcers is better. That's why I felt like the first segment should have been that way. Um, Brian French on Facebook Live, Triple H is coming soon. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, definitely would lead to that, I would think. You know, I I, I, I I would think Kevin Owens has to Kevin Owens has to win the match in the cell, and then maybe you're doing something with Triple H. I guess I don't know. You know, Rocky Alpha Terrace, Would you ever return to wrestling? You know, probably not. No, 
I'm very happy doing what I do now for the past couple of years. The Taz Show and giving content to the audience, uh, podcasts and video on demand and live streaming. So I love what I do. I mean, it'd have to be a really good deal for me to, you know, leave what I'm doing. Really good deal. Like really good. I never say never. I've learned that in the business, but I don't see it happen. Um, I don't. I don't think that would be. They don't want me. What do they want me for? I'm old news to them. So, uh, and I don't, and they're old news to me at the end of the day, but I talk about their content every day because you, the audience, watch their content and I watch their content. So I, I check my ego. I have no problem with that. Uh, what else is it? So that's my deal. Uh, did you see the Kevin Owen apology, uh, Dennis, Anthony? You, I want to see what you guys think. I saw it. Uh, this is, I mean, the apology itself was it was interesting. The first thing I noticed, my buddy and I both, his shirt was so wrinkly. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that was like on. I did intent, notice that. I did. Intentional like I or what? Class. But it looked like he looked like a like a middle school kid going to like a dance, and it was like his dad was like, "Here, throw this on." Like, well, I thought that, that kind of added know, to it. No, like, no, but hold up, but hold up, but see that you're right, and I noticed it too. But see that could lead into that could have led into. That he didn't want to do this. It's like that's what Kev, Kevin Owens is not like. He's kind of a sloppy. His gimmick is a sloppy kind of guy. That's his shtick. To be honest, he's a, he's an everyday guy. And I think that would that would have played into it if it would have been a little bit more like his attorney was sitting with him. You know, have some guys sit with him who's dressed to the nines. But it's almost like Kevin had to come out there and do this. Like he didn't want to do it. You know, and and uh, you know, there's also a thing. And and we're on the cusp of the fifth quarter. There's also a thing in the business like, you know, those that get it, get it. Those that don't, don't. That means don't oversell it. So to your point, you have him sitting there in a wrinkled shirt. He's saying he's sorry. And then he just starts ripping Shane McMahon. So it's almost like, well, are you really sorry or not? So if you get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. So Now, if you put an attorney next to him who's dressed like a million bucks and there's Kevin in this wrinkled up friggin', you know, cheap ass shirt that he got at some, you know, you know, five and dime store. And he looks like he really don't want to be there and he really don't want to apologize, but he's got it because his attorney's there. Um, I, I I think that would have been better. And it, it gets more heat on Kevin. You want to hate him even more now. Oh, this wormy bastard's got an attorney now. Oh, come on. He really is going to sue or he's got an attorney. I have my attorney here, you know, John Bockycock to protect me. You know, or something like that. That's what he would say, something like that. You know, uh, David Nicholas Levy, uh, David Otunga. <laughs> That's funny. What a bunch of emoji faces he put. The emojis. I'm big into the emojis now. It's my big thing. Well, you know what I mean? You get my drift on the attorney thing, though, Dennis? Yeah, when you said attorney, I could picture it like either he's, behind, like Kevin Owens is sitting down and the attorney's behind him and he just kind of does like the lean in like and whisper. Like Kevin starts to go off script, quote unquote. Like if even if he was just holding like a piece of paper and just reading like a canned, like right. I, I course, apologize. Yes. yes, that's even better. That's even better. A canned speech seems more. I apologize to Vince McMahon. I po- apologize to the WWE and the McMahon family. You that right there, sir. That might be. <laughs> that's it. I you quit. Know. See you later. <laughs> the best you've ever contributed anything. To my show, on air and off air, that might be the best. You've also looped some audio pretty good, but otherwise, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Two things I'm putting and on that, the demo reel. Yeah, so yeah, you could wrap it up now and be gone. Uh, <laughs> it's probably a good time to quit. I think you're right. 
I'm Keep stepping right in. Don't worry. I'm outside oh, the door. Right, from the door. right by the window. With my face in the window. Yeah. Remember? On Monday. Like check you Nicholas. Hello, Johnny. He, he was glowing. He just it was like and it was almost like the bubble popped up. Please let me on a show like that. <laughs> I want to come in a gimmick clubhouse and play. Uh. Good job. We now realize that becomes my idea. Oh, it was it was yours from Jump Street. You texted me that, and so I just wanted to get it out there. Uh, you know what I want to do here on a fucking Taz show? Okay, this is what we're going to do. Here. No, no, I, before I wrap up, you know what? We're going to do a poll. We're going to do a poll. We're going to have the social media team on the Taz show Twitter account. Pay attention, team. Okay. I want to do, we need to make this a more creative friggin' environment on this damn show. Okay, and, and that means you people on my team. Okay, so I want to have a depth chart. Okay. Each week, the depth chart will change, and I will run the game on the depth chart. And on that depth chart is simple. It's Dennis, uh, Cowboy, Anthony, and what the hell, Pro Seth in there, right? And the performance of you people behind the scenes and on air, the team of the Taz Show, you will be – you be rise on a depth chart or drop. Every week there'll be a new depth chart. I'm trying to create a competitive work environment here. Power okay? rankings. I said depth chart. Okay, we. But if you want to call them power rankings, you could do. Well, that, because that's... last week, hold on, hold on, don't talk, don't talk. Because let let me talk. Okay, last week, Anthony kind of was pretty high on the depth chart. He did a great job all week. This week, you're bringing the wood a little bit. So I'm starting to see, you know, where on air and behind the scenes, now it's like you, Dennis, got a little bit more inspired because Anthony got put over here on a Taz show. And your envy and jealousy and paranoia took over. So now you did a better job this week. The juices are flowing. TMI, Cre sir. Creatively speaking, that is. Yesterday, yeah, the juices were flowing. You're the same guy that said you wanted to blade your asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, I want to thank everybody on Facebook Live who interacted with the show and on Twitter. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. I appreciate it very much. Share the show on Facebook. Don't be afraid. I want to thank the team in New York City. The depth chart will go up. We're going to put a poll up voting if you th guys think there should be a depth chart. And we should make it public. That's the poll. And I uh, hope you liked some of the NFL chatter we had here. Back tomorrow, Thursday edition Taz Show. Uh, thank you guys on Twitter, too, for interacting. People who called the show, thank you, thank you, thank you. Share the show, like the show, get the word of the show out. All right, guys, for everybody on the Taz Show, we thank you. I'm Taz, you're not. See you tomorrow. worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture and getting paid now i've been wondering where the party at because all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the bacardi at to so go and pour another drink
to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you.